I also do like uh, bringing somebody on during the middle of this crazy political moment yeah. right now, and we're not going to probably touch on it at all. No, it's not. <laughs> there's nothing really that needs to be said that hasn't already been said a thousand times. Oh, for sure. Right. <laughs> I expect Bernie to come in in the last minute and win this thing, but that's right. He, he's, he's storming back. I, I, I see a How, Howie Hawkins landslide. <laughs> <laughs> a real name even i don't even I, know <laughs> I, i'm still waiting on ralph nader man <laughs> yeah, oh, poor ralph. yeah. <laughs> well um as as listeners to the show know uh you know jared and i have, have going through a rough patch um so we're we're going through the evangelical marriage counseling book the love dare 40 days love journey and we're on we're on day eight which is uh love is not jealous uh, starts with the passage Song of Solomon 8.6 Love is as strong as death It's jealousy unyielding as the grave It burns That's like true. blazing fire Today's dare Determined to become your co-host's biggest fan And to reject any thoughts of jealousy uh, which is good because I heard Jared was planning to do another podcast, so that's a good reminder I, if, for me. If it makes you feel better, that that podcast kind of crashed and burned. Oh, I'm I'm glad. Yeah, you and your affair failed. Um, I'm, to help I'm gonna you say, say that did not sound like jealousy burning like a fire. Not at Just all. No, uh, that out there. <laughs> to help you set your heart on your co-host and focus on their achievements, take yesterday's list of negative attitudes and discreetly burn it. <laughs> Then share with your spouse how glad you are about a success he or she recently enjoyed. So I have deleted the note app thing I had uh, listing negative things about Jared from last episode. Uh, And Jared, congratulations on uh, probably having COVID. Thanks. (laughs) Side note, I probably have COVID. (laughs) Double side note. Those COVID tests are not nearly as bad as uh, as the the lamestream media leads you to believe. Just a heads up. <laughs> as I was telling Josiah earlier, you know, I was expecting like you know some sort of apparatus that they would stick far enough to kind of like tickle my brain, but you know, like <laughs> I've had fingers go further than that thing went, so it was all good. My fingers specifically. To be very clear. Not others. Not (laughs) Not other people's. All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and just get the show started. Uh, Welcome to Very Legal, Very Cool, an episode about being proud of losing lots of money. With a celebrity guest. Oh, yeah, celebrity guest. Yeah. What are you drinking? What am I drinking? Uh, today I am drinking Boulevard Brewing Company's Berry Noir Sour Ale with Mixed Berries. I think I drank that the other episode. And then I've also got a bottle of Jameson, which I drank most of last night. Um, Smart. Because, uh, yeah, we were recording this Wednesday, November 4th. Last night was election night, and uh, that nine-minute bonus episode we dropped, uh, why I am so incoherent is because I had finished off most of this bottle of Jameson. <laughs> Well, technically, tonight is also election night. It's still going. Yeah, this party true. ain't ending. Yeah, we don't know how it ended. 
That's true. We will by the time this episode drops, so. Uh, ideally? God, I hope. Yeah. Uh, Jared, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking what's left of a Taco Bell Sierra Mist. <laughs> and, uh, John, what are you and, drinking? Yeah. I was, uh, I've been drinking a uh, Arizona Arnold Palmer, baby. Um, Arizona Ballot, Sharpie. Um, so, yeah, that's, everything's great. Awesome. Well, we've got uh, we've got John here today, or as most of you know him, a uh, good tweet man from the internet, from Twitter.com. Yeah, so we're going to start out with kind of the all-important question. Josiah recently has been questioning his faith, and John, should he be Catholic? Well, I mean, yes. Yes, that would be the thing <laughs> I would have to say. <laughs> it's kind of the thing that I, I go on about, yeah. So yes, he should be Catholic. <laughs> Here we have it. Well, that that solves your Twitter poll from earlier, Josiah. There we go. Uh, well, that uh, that leads nicely into the next question. Uh, should Jared continue his life as a godless piece of shit? I would advise against that. I would, I would strongly <laughs> advise against that. Um, Interesting. You know, I mean, I know we we all had our decision to make, but I, I I don't think that's the best best call. But hey, okay, I'll take it into consideration. There, yeah. There, yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank yes, a, a good right, tweet I'm, man on your shoulder telling you, you know, maybe don't. There we go. Good tweet man <laughs> on one shoulder, Josiah on the other. Um, so, so on that same on that same note, John, mm-hmm. fuck Mary Kill, Trump, Biden, and Joe Jorgensen. Fuck Mary Kill. Um, let's see. I, I think you. I think you. Uh, Mary Biden. He's he's a, he's a, he's mm-hmm. a, mom, he's a good family man. Um, you gotta you gotta fuck Joe Jorgensen. And then you got to kill Trump. I think that's just pretty much it. That seems pretty straightforward, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I I think that's the right answer. (laughs) That's a totally reasonable one. (laughs) All right, you passed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, John, how how has being an incredibly niche internet celebrity impacted your personal life? And do you wish it impacted it more? Every day I wake up in horrible pain. Uh, every day is just the, just the worst. <laughs> I do. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just not, no, it's kind of fun. It's just kind of there. Uh, I mean, I you know, so it's just kind of an enjoyable thing, and it's something that my my brothers will give me shit about. They're like, "Oh, hey, how's good tweeting doing?" Like, but you know, it's not something I I, I enjoy it, but I, I don't genuinely take it too seriously because it's, it's like that's whatever. that's ideal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's been there's kind of a serious aspect to it. I would say with like the prayer request stuff, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a fan yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. It starts people just ask, start asking me, you know, to do that, and I was just like, you know, hey, you know, because uh, I'm not going to divulge the names and information and stuff. But, you know, I don't want to do that. But like, you know, someone just I thought, well, I've got a following that I can actually get you know that out to. Mm-hmm. Someone just wants to you know ask. So I was like, hey, so just start posting. This is mm. people kind of like it, so yeah, it's, it's it doesn't it feels it feels nice too. Yeah, yeah. I guess a more genuine question, uh, since we don't know you as much, I'm actually going toward genuine questions rather than just mean spirited <laughs> shit. But uh, how how uh, like how did you end up with the following you did? I, I'm trying to find a way to ask that. That doesn't sound like it's a jab at your Twitter no, quality. I, it's I it's did. not that. But yeah. what happened? We think you're garbage. How did this happen? <laughs> shit. Why are you so shit? <laughs> No, it's, it's 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 a fair question because well, uh, I've, I've I've told some people about this before. And I started actually so back in the day. I was one of the idiots on 4chan or whatever, right? And that was like when the death hoax thing was a big thing. 
Um, be like, mm. you know, oh, so and so died. And so I just like, you know, just these stupid teenage assholes like 11 years ago or so. And I was like, oh, I created an account solely to do that and realized that you got nothing. So I just sat there with it for about like five years doing nothing. Um, yeah. Then I just started posting and stuff out of this kind of boredom. Um, and I don't know, I guess it just kind of was over time and I just interacted, I guess, with a few people. It, it's it's kind of hard to remember because it's been a while. But, um, yeah. But it just kind of just starts snowballing once. And I was like, what the hell? And so and now it's this. So I don't know. It, it, it's just kind of, it just was kind of sporadic over time. And all of a sudden it just started jumping. I don't really know why. Yeah, it's it's always these like, I mean, I, I don't have many followers at all. But I have noticed whenever I've had like spike ups, it's, it's, no, I know. But if you have like an interaction with one reasonably famous person, then you just kind of fumble your way into having followers all of a sudden. Right. That's been right, pretty much. <laughs> kind of a weird experience. It's, it's, it's trickle down Twitter nominates, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. <laughs> As the Gipper would have wanted. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is exactly what he wanted. This uh, is the future Reagan envisioned. Right, right. So, so how has uh, how has fame changed you? You know, uh, how have you resisted all the you know sex, drugs, and power that comes with you know being good tweet men? <laughs> I just pictured me walking into like some sort of like like super nightclub VIP area. Like, hey, watch out! Uh, hey, hey, no, it's cool. I got I got twenty thousand followers on Twitter. <laughs> check this out. <laughs> well, like, you don't understand. I'm with good tweet men. Yeah, he knows me. He'll let me in. He'll. <laughs> People don't like recognize you, and then you like pull out like a folded up like picture in your pocket of like the Mr. Burns. Oh, Mr. Strong, yeah. And they're like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, I'm, oh sir, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. They're right this way. We'll give you a free bottle. No, no cover. My apologies. <laughs> so the the true question: Do you truly believe that your tweets are good, man? Oh, <laughs> I mean, sometimes they are. A lot of it's just like it's just me kind of ranting and venting and stuff. And it, some of it, I really, I, I do play up a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, just because I'm addicted to dopamine, like everyone else on Twitter. But oh, yeah, um, the truth is out. But uh, but you know, a lot of it is just kind of just getting from the heart, you know, things. But um, and a lot of it, a lot of the stupid jokes, they'll just kind of pop up to me randomly too. Like, yeah. I, there's no process. Like, I know that a lot of like weird twitter like especially early on they had like even a writing process it's, it's never been that way for me it's always just oh that's kind just of just inspired it's really stupid yeah <laughs> you know I- I think it just comes only, to you. The only thing that borders on process for me is it's is just that I don't always tweet everything when I think of it. I just stick it in the draft so that way I can keep things consistently oh. coming out. But that's really that's right. really the board the closest thing I have to any sort of. Yeah, yeah I think half my drafts are just times where Twitter like crashed and it, yeah, it's just yeah. <laughs> there's just stuff in there that I was just like ah, I don't care. Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I have never this I have never saved a draft on Twitter. That's ever. amazing. I, I have Twitter drafts. That's See, funny. either I have a genius idea and I go all out on it for like three hours, or I don't check Twitter for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that time I made us an OnlyFans page. Yeah, and, and yeah, that didn't go very far. Oh, yeah. that, that was a funny bit. Josiah uh, just wouldn't post nudes on no, it. No, like, yeah, you posted one picture on is it. You post nudes on our OnlyFans and you wouldn't and do I it. Wouldn't. It's like you no. don't even care. No, I think what was funny that happened it is is you came up with that bit. I was like, God, no. 
I don't want to do this bit. And then I like log on, and you just posted some picture that was a reference to that ocean episode. And uh-huh. I was like, I guess I'll post a, like a some random picture on my phone on it. And then it's like, yeah, if you if you post more than one picture, you need to put your ID in. And I was like, buddy, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not. I'm not submitting right. my ID to OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, yeah. sure. It's like, no, I'm oh, not yeah. either. That most, wait, you don't trust? You don't trust OnlyFans? Come on. They would never sell your information for any monetary. No, no, no. <laughs> you guys want to know one uh, Silicon Valley application that I did give my ID to? Uh-oh. What? Robin Hood. Oh, Leading into the topic hey. of today's hey. episode. <laughs> Very good. That's a beautiful segue. <laughs> thank you, yeah, thank we're, you. we're today we're talking about uh, uh, Wall Street bets. I don't know anything about Wall Street bets. It's really going to be John <laughs> and Jared teaching me about Wall Street bets because I'm I'm an online Marxist and I don't believe any of this is real. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's that's that is true. None of it really is. But yeah. <laughs> see, see, Josiah believes that the market is not cre- connected to reality. But I believe that reality has not caught up to the market. Wow, that's true. That's really true. It's all factored the, the, in. The like Aristotelian capital G good <laughs> is the free market. <laughs> it's just a bunch of assholes trading options. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's actually the truest of true. Telos. <laughs> yeah, my God. my my basis of truth is that stocks that's... only go up. Yeah. And everything mm-hmm. else flows from there. P- people That's think right. J- Jared is a free market capitalist, but what I, w- what I would call him is actually a theocrat. He just thinks the market is God. Well, yeah. Well, I right. Mean, you know, it works. <laughs> yeah. Much like I believe in a time of crisis, like a pandemic, we should sacrifice our old to the market. It, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense, you know? Right. Yeah, you know? Big lines got to go up. <laughs> Big lines got to go up. Gotta gotta Right, people can be replaced. Money is forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, how do you feel about the market? I am very conflicted, as basically being someone who's being superlicious has also come to realize, oh, it's all usury. But at the same time, it's kind of like, oh, it is there. And so, yeah, I, I'm just kind of with the market. It's just kind of like, I get it. You exist. Get this over with. I look at the market, really. Yeah. Puts up with pretty much. Pretty much, right? Yeah. I know. I know you've you've posted some stuff from Wall Street Bets before. Right. Are Are you a Wall Street Bets follower? I am. I'm on there, and um, and I've, I've of course I've, I've even told them like, no, I'm I'm not actually going to bit, you know, buy and sell options like you guys are stupid. But I just, but I just told them it's just you guys make me laugh, and that's why I'm on here. So. <laughs> they, they, they roll with it which you know whatever i suppose so um, you have not yoloed any any money into the markets oh goodness no no <laughs> deeply disappointing See, what i deeply what i disappointing. do i do love about this is jared is the only one on this episode who's actually lost money to wall street bets <laughs> oh you have yeah <laughs> oh, i wasn't sorry. kidding in that original mess i did lose seven hundred dollars oh you now. did yeah it'll get you it'll get you yeah, I, I would like to. I would like to preface this. I have made more money than I've lost. Well, there you go. Oh, but right. I did when. But when I made the not on options though. Oh yeah. When I moved to options, I immediately lost seven hundred dollars, and then I stopped trading options. Yeah, which that's, is that's what big... separates me from the people on Wall Street bets. I think. Right. Yeah, it's one of those things that you know, <laughs> and, and and options in itself is not 
I mean, I, I mean, there's issues with it being kind of gambling, but it makes sense as like a hedge, especially. Um, yeah. People with lots sizable uh, stock portfolios, it, it could be actually useful as a hedge. But of course, the way they use it is just it's it's just gambling. It's just a casino, really. Mm. And that's the thing. Options are way more fun than just oh, yeah. buying stocks. Because if you buy a stock, you've got to wait like oh yeah, good unless, Lord, unless you years, unless you're basically already rich, you get you're not right. see gigantic mm. gains. You know, oh yeah, but options, yeah, it's like playing roulette, baby. Right, that's great. Right. It shouldn't be like playing roulette. Let's be clear, but it can be. Yeah, oh yeah. So John, can you give can you give Josiah your uh, your elevator pitch on Wall Street bets? Yeah, give right. me into it. As All somebody, right, somebody, yeah. yeah. All right, I'm not going to necessarily try to get you into doing that because that'd be stupid. no. Give him the but, hard sell. But the but the but the. The joy of Wall Street bets is okay. So it's basically a collection of guys back in the day were just shit posting on like stock forums and stuff, and you know, and of course people got tired of that because they'd be like, "Dude, put it all in this," and everyone's like, "No, that's, that's stupid. This is a serious investing forum." So they found this, and still they were kind of smart at the time. But then, uh, like one of them, I think knew like Martin Sprelly or something, and that got you know attention to the site, and then it just dropped, drove in just just the idiots. The first guy, <laughs> the first guy, and and they used some interesting language to describe each other. And I will not use the language that they use, but um, but Probably it's basically four chan talk, right? Um, they uh, the first guy that's notable is Irony Man, which is just it is so beautiful, just the stupidest name. <laughs> is the guy who really started off what Wall Street bets is about. So so this guy Irony Man, he thought, oh, I figured it out. I'm gonna because he. The pricing inefficiencies with these box spreads, that these would use these options on the same stock against each other. If you time it right, you'll make basically money no matter what. The problem is, is you have to be extremely smart and extremely quick with it, and this guy is neither. Um, so he goes in, he puts in, let's say about two, uses leverage to put like got like fifty thousand dollars worth of options, only using two thousand because Robinhood at the time was ridiculous. It still is, but um, he thinks he he says and there's a quote because everyone told him this is stupid. You're gonna lose everything. It is now part of the common vernacular of uh, Wall Street bets. It literally can't go tits up. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the next thing you know, the guy is down about two hundred thousand um, dollars because he basically had to buy a bunch of stocks and then sell them for what they less than what they were because he screwed it up so bad. And basically, Robin Hood had to come in and say, we're shutting down your account. But he withdrew $10,000 before anyone noticed and got out. So Robin Hood was just stuck with a bill for $60,000 again, which, yeah. So they banned box splits. They, the, an entire financial company banned a way mm -hmm. you could act on its app because of one idiot. It's pretty beautiful. <laughs> and then, and it's... But, but my favorite one, actually, is, is a guy called anal farmer too <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, this guy it's, it's amazing because this guy was like he started like in, i think 10 grand he was up 200 grand and then put it all on uh, again and you know which is insanity and right. he would have lost but trump tweeted something out that just just hit everything perfectly so he was up to seven hundred thousand dollars and then he tried again and lost everything <laughs> <laughs> seven hundred thousand dollars I mean, like, I, oh my gosh, I don't know how you wouldn't just like just uncontrollably throw up for like two months oh losing seven hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, he, so he disappeared. Yeah. yeah, and it's just 
it's just seeing things like that. Just, just people like a guy who figured out how to like get instant leverage so that he went from like again using two thousand dollars, he got like fifty thousand dollars worth of debt somehow. It's just like I don't know how. Like, why would you? It's beyond comprehension. But anyway, I find it very funny, and um, it's it's hilarious. It really is. I mean, a lot of these guys, to be fair, they're not. This is. I mean, yeah, there's a few who are just kind of you know not too wealthy. So a lot of them are just you know using trust funds and shit. Which makes it t- even funnier when you watch them just lose mm. all this money for no reason. <laughs> what they could have right. just put it in a regular stock and like you know stock portfolio and like basically been set for life. But no, no, right. you got you got to get the tendies as they call it, baby. You got to go, <laughs> get those tendies. So, but yeah, that is Wall Street bets in a in a very brief Dutch sale. Um, a lot of memes, a lot of vulgarity, and just no financial responsibility whatsoever. It's I, it's kind of beautiful, and I I think that there's a there's a quote from a Bloomberg article that that really sums up Wall Street bets for me, and it's this sub is a travesty. Said, wrote user Def Tech One complaining about the influx of those looking for or pushing get rich quick scheme schemes. Can we just go back to losing inordinate amounts of money? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Which is I pretty think that's, much what's, the that's what's really fascinating to me as somebody who's really just discovered this topic today is how how like into losing money they are. Yeah, no, it that's is. So oh, weird. It's, it's, it's like, like weird, fetishized. weird fetish. Yeah, it's like a masochism thing. Yeah, it's like it's like a badge of honor if you like lost like you put in ten thousand dollars and you lost like ninety nine hundred. It's like oh, <laughs> look at this loss, guys. It's like, oh my God. like you see these <laughs> these insane <laughs> graphs where people will start with like. You know, two thousand bucks. They'll make it up to like eighteen thousand, a hundred thousand, right. and then dump it all back down within a day. I know. And, it's like, well, I, th- I think it's funny. I, I think like like you know the the kinds of like parts of Twitter that like uh, like all of us are generally on. We get called irony poisoned a lot. Sure. I don't think we've we've reached a level of irony poisoned until you're literally throwing away your life savings for a right. <laughs> like, yeah. like I'm just what? like, oh, I posted something kind of problematic and now everyone's mad at me. They're just right. like, yeah, no, I, I'm going to go into poverty as a bit. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, and, and someone put it well, it's like, in a sense, it's admirable. I mean, like, that is, that is commitment. But oh, yeah. at the same time. I mean, so is insanity. So, I mean, you know, right, <laughs> I don't right. see it's, much it's straight up gambling, two. too. Right. It's just straight up gambling. Because, you know, recently there was a guy in Wall Street Bets who literally, literally took his life savings. And I think it was a hundred some thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, just fucking YOLO'd that shit, turned it into five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And like everyone was thrilled because it happens now and again. Right now and again, yeah. there will be a like a lottery winner who wins big. And what? everybody else is like, oh, shit, well, it, it happens. Therefore, it can happen to me. Right. And so and they it, all just do it. And that's where you start seeing all the losses. Right, yeah. One guy will hit it big just really out of pure luck. I mean, you can do research oh, yeah. to a certain degree, but the nature, the nature of the fluctuations in the market makes it really impossible to, to really, unless, like, usually options you buy in a long-term situation where you buy it over, like, I expect the price to reach something by, you know, in, like, a year more reasonable right. because there's a better chance to hit that um because i mean with an option you know if it goes the other way well you can lose it all but unlike how these guys play you would only lose that amount so usually like i said it's a hedging um yeah, yeah. right but uh but these guys will be like yeah i'm gonna buy a an option expiring tomorrow you know like it's gonna go up by 10 percent like no 
No, it's not. (laughs) Don't do that. If it does, that's incredible. But that's pure dumb luck because even, you know, even good earnings calls and everything, you still maybe get like, you know, your best ones will generally be like 3% up that day. Like, it's insane. But, I mean, and, there they go. and yeah, it's not even like just buying a regular stock too, because then, because if you'd bought that stock and it didn't go up ten percent and only went up like five, you're still winning, right? Like that's right. still good. But with the mm-hmm. options, unless you're in the money, unless you're actually where you said you'd be, mm-hmm. um, that's that it's going to be worthless. Yeah, it's it's worth it's worth no money because you basically would be buying a buying a uh, paying more for a stock than it's actually worth and things like that. So it just become basically like, and you, no one would take that. You know, buy that option from you, of course, because that'd be stupid. So, yeah, it becomes worthless. So, it's basically it is pure gambling. There is no real other way to describe Wall Street bets mm. than I mean, it's even their name. I and mean, they admit it. It's it's a exactly. pure bet on the Wall Street. Yeah, and mm. Wall Street bets is largely enabled, like in the form that it is today. It's largely enabled by apps like Robinhood that mm-hmm. kind of gamify mm-hmm. uh, stock trading. Yeah. And so, and I I don't know if you, are you on Robinhood, John. I'm not. I, I actually use TD Ameritrade, um, which actually okay. though incorporated um, the no commissions thing, like Robinhood, and that and that's the big thing that really yes. changed it because that was always a problem, both in the good se- in the good sense that it would prevent people from doing stupid things like this, but it also mm-hmm. sucked because like you know to just buy one share in something you'd have to pay like five bucks. Well, that's right. a, you know if it's a twenty dollars share, that's that's twenty five percent upcharge, right? And yeah. that, you know, that's that and a lot of people who want to get into stocks, you know, don't have they're not necessarily, you know, moving around hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, they're like me is kind of buying here and there when I can. And so um, so the good the, the idea behind Robinhood was really good, I think, mm-hmm. in that, you know, you want to democratize, make, you know, make it available to common guys, you know, um, right. Like people who just, you know, want to, hey, you know, instead of just putting it in a savings account, which. There's like no interest on savings right now, anyways. Um, you know, right? By, by it's some like stock. putting it under a mattress. Right. It really is, bro. So that mm-hmm. that was the aim. But of course, the problem is, is that necessarily when you do things like that, though, you're going to get idiots. I would say not even idiots. Like it's so open that there's no education. On, like this is this isn't something you just jump into right. with with nothing. This is this is a really complex system mm-hmm. that there's kind yeah. of a reason that. For I, I, for a long time, it was very, very people who were very educated on it that operated in it. I mean, um, okay. Do, do do you call um Adam Sandler's character in, in Uncut Gems? Do you call him an idiot? You know what I've I mean? Not seen the like, movie. oh well, fuck. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm not in. <laughs> to be damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So no. Um, okay. Well, uh, when you guys watch the movie, that reference will make sense. When? But, All right. <laughs> you should. It's good. Um. No, yeah, but, like, he's good at, like, what he's doing, but he's actively making the stupidest bets. Right. And mm-hmm. it, like, stresses you out to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But I, I guess that's that's what I'm thinking is, like, it's hard to tell. Like, do, do you call them an idiot for making risky bets, or, like, do they know what they're doing when they make that risk? Like, I, I don't they know. They don't know what... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nine yeah, they... out of ten. Right. Yeah, they don't. Wall Street, bets, Wall Street every... bets, at least. Yeah. Well, every once in a while, you'll get something that actually posts uh, do what they call DD due diligence, um, mm-hmm. where they actually give out you know their reasoning, and it's actually you know like you know is it like a, like what you would expect from like a, a Wall Street firm? No, but it's 
there's sound logic and you know and there's like actually explanations and stuff but i mean even then i you know with the nature of options all that can be true and you could still have a drop in the price because of the nature of trading uh but right. so i would at least consider those guys when they make those risks that's an you know an educated guess it's the difference between being you know uh, someone who's just high risk but you know knows what you have to do to minimize it versus just guys who are like hey i'm going to put it all on tesla you know to go up tomorrow by you know twenty dollars which in my in my but there's no why because tesla keeps going up that's it right. mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. and, and talk and, and of course and, and if, you, if anyone can see me on twitter before talk about uh, tesla like talk about one of the most overvalued stocks in the world it's gonna be really bad i mean I, it's I, gotta I, stop I, at some point right <laughs> right yeah because like i've been listening because i as i've gotten investing i've been listening to uh, a book by uh, benjamin graham who was the guy who was the mentor to, to warren buffett uh about value investing it's basically the opposite of option betting it's basically super low risk you know buy things when they're cheap sell them when they're high i mean it's very simple um mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, like he's that that example of a uh, Tesla is like that. Be one, it's like it's just so obvious. It's like that's a bubble. It's gonna burst. And it's gonna right. It can't go forever. Just, no, no, it can't. I mean, could it be a decent mm-hmm. company? I could it be a decent company long run? I mean, what everyone and anyone's thoughts on Elon Musk are? I think there is. I think there's a, there's something new company there, but not this price. No. Yeah, I know. It's it's kind of insane. And like stepping back a bit, to, just to the the education side there mm-hmm. is you know there there are more factors too that that i think a lot of people don't realize when they are getting into options because if you're you know if you're buying options um like if you're buying calls on that you you can only you know at the most you can only lose what you put in right but mm-hmm. if you're selling options you open yourself up to nearly unlimited risk right like mm-hmm. you, you can lose an almost unlimited amount of money Mm-hmm. yeah which exactly. if you don't know that and that's why I, like before i even touched options i i think i spent like six hours watching videos on it just trying to figure out how can mm-hmm. i not lose everything i've made up to this point right yeah and that, see, and that's and I, I did say like you know to put in a portion of money and take a shot like that is i mean yeah that's just kind of just like i'd say that's akin to you know playing a game of blackjack and thinking you know right. hey i kind of got this right that's which is fine but yeah, then you get guys who are just like, oh, I'll just do it. And it's like, no, you don't just do that. <laughs> right. Well, it's like what you were talking about earlier, the guy that turned the 2000 into the 50,000. So right. what he did was he he had lever- leveraged a Robin Hood exploit, like a glitch on mm-hmm. Robin Hood yeah. that essentially, um, you know, when when he sold and sold and executed an option, it would count the uh the principle of the option or the the strike of the option itself plus the earnings from it and so uh it it would just keep adding money to the account pretty Mm. much indefinitely as long as you kept trading on that margin so basically yeah with two thousand dollars of his own money he was able to trade for about with about uh you know forty six thousand of rob or forty eight thousand of robin hood's money and then get out with 10 grand and left robin hood with the rest (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty great. It is. I mean, yeah. I mean, like you have to admire it to a degree, right? But then you have the kind of the opposite side of that, and this is where, you know, kind of the darker side of all that that happened with Robin Hood was that uh, the twenty-year-old who um, he was trading options on Robin Hood, 
and opened his account to see that he was $730,000 in the red, um, having invested, I think, only a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars into it. Um, and Jesus Christ. Then he killed himself. Like, he saw that, took his own life, and then... And then his account corrected, like, the next right. day. yeah. And he, I, I, at no point had he actually been in that much debt. But the way that it works, since options, you're essentially buying 100 shares mm -hmm. of whichever stock you're, you're purchasing options in. You know, it bought the 100 shares, but then it, it would have righted it out because they also sold. Right. Um, mm. But, you know, he did not know that. He didn't have the education to mm -hmm. understand that. And Robinhood, you know it appeared had given him about nearly a million dollars in leverage oh, when it, when it had not. Um, and then he wound up taking his own life, which is kind of the, the, the dangerous part of just letting anybody in. Right. Right. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't know what you're doing and you see something like that, where, where as someone who would have known what was going on, but like, that's not actually possible. Like that's I'll contact them with wit or something. Right. Um, right. But yeah, he, cause I mean, cause, he probably saw cases of people who have done something like that because they were really stupid about it. Um, right. Yeah. You know, so, and yeah, and it's, it's, it's the dangers of these, these sorts of things. And it's why, like, I get a kick out of the, the Wall Street Bets guy, but it's, guys, but it's also like, if any of them are like, like, can someone, you know, tell me what I need, actually need to do, I'm like, get, get out of here. You don't, this is not actually the place, like, if you want to actually invest for your life, your future and everything, go talk to, a, you know, like financial advisor, go, with, you know, so go look up right. some videos even on like TD Ameritrade and stuff for free. But just kind of tell you like you know because investing is inherently risky. I mean, there's no way to get rid of things. It's okay. Yes. But it's it's about taking calculated risks. Um, and uh, and basically it's really just kind of a patience thing if you actually want to invest. Smart. Um, it's 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 a long term thing. And uh, people who look at it as a way to get you know, uh, get rich things. It's just like anything else that promises. Quick money easy. Yeah, I'd worry about that. That's that's ninety nine thousand times ninety nine hundred ninety nine whatever. I have ten thousand times. You're gonna get burned, and that's the only way. The only thing there is to it. So, but yeah. but John, money money printer go burr. Right? Yeah, money printer go burr. Yeah. <laughs> that was that's a pretty great game. I, 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 I was I was gonna say I was like, I, are you telling me something bad can come out of a subreddit that's description is. Uh, like 4chan found a Bloomberg terminal. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. It's oh no! I'm shocked. <laughs> it's a perfect description. It really is. Um, but yeah, because yeah, that really sums up the entire attitude. I mean, it's funny because like I'll be, because I got like a chat and stuff, and I'll chat, you know, and you know, in general, a lot of them are just pretty avid people. But it's just, of course, mm -hmm. the the outliers are always very fascinating but yeah it's a weird world <laughs> i i want to see i want to see like on average how much how much has the average wall street bets um you know follower lost mm -hmm. yeah like what i want to see the statistics on on their portfolios right that would be yeah. fascinating yeah it'd probably be horrifying <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine I don't get it. Like these people coming in with these hundreds of thousands of dollars already, yeah. like just sitting in their savings savings accounts, yeah. and they're, you know, you're faced with the decision: do I do I contact a financial planner? Do I do ten minutes of research on how to invest money, or 
do I do I gamble at all? Go. <laughs> <laughs> like, do I download Robinhood or do I hit the casino? Right. Which I mean, one? That's basically, that's basically yeah. That's the option you got. They've got there. And frankly, I think the casino you probably have better odds at least in Black Flag. Hey, at least there's <laughs> drinks. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, you'll get comped. Casino, yeah, casino is a good play to hang out rather than just like dumping it into a flaming dumpster. Which yeah, is at like least it. at least you can make friends. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do people ever make friends on Wall Street bets? Oh, yeah, they have on there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's a community. It is oh, a this community. Is, Okay, this is like this is like the Neopets episode. I'm gonna drop this. Has has anybody ever met a spouse on Wall Street Bets? That <laughs> That's the question. I, that I I don't know. I would doubt it. You know how finances are the number one cause of divorce? <laughs> yeah. What, what if we start out? <laughs> what if we start out losing it? Well, hey, if you get past that, you're home yeah. free. <laughs> Exactly. What well, are the other causes of it? Like, of, of it, like yeah, it's finances, and then it's like I don't know, like housework and stuff. So it's like meeting your spouse at like the doing dishes factory or something. <laughs> the fucking what? The doing, <laughs> like, the doing dishes factory. I don't know. I'm, anyway, I'm trying to Google if somebody's met their spouse on Wall Street bets now. Question for those who are married in trade. Ah, this isn't worth the time. But uh, yeah, no, it's not. Came, <laughs> the first thing that came up was just a Vice article called uh, "You Should Not Bet Your Savings on Reddit's Wall Street Bets." <laughs> I mean, it's, it's good. It's what? good. No, advice. why? And then, and then, uh, 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 Reddit, a uh, Wall Street Bets post. Uh, question for those who are married in trade: <laughs> Does your oh, wife know? <laughs> oh, that was a post that I saw a bit back too. Holy this shit! This dude had bet like all of his money. Fucking lost it, and his big question was, "How am I going to tell my wife?" Well, th- this is what the question. This is what the question is: Is uh, have you been so underwater on a certain stock that you started to plan an exit strategy from your wife and kids to begin a new life? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I picked up all that. I'm almost done with the Sierra Mist. Ooh. <laughs> Let's get me. I'm starting to start to start to swirl a little bit. Wait, I am. Sw- I can't tell if it's the fever or what, but I am sweating. It's probably oh, the fever. We've but. we've not been paying attention to politics because we're recording, and I don't really want to talk about it. But my girlfriend just tweeted. Shit is breaking out in New York right now. Oh, good. <laughs> Great, cool. cool. Oh, good. Uh, so. let, let me see if it's something like... Should I, it, is it I'm not I seeing anything care. big on... Yeah, I'm not seeing I mean, anything either. I mean, I don't doubt there's stuff, but I'm bad. Like, when you well, say... Go ahead. Yeah. 
No, I was going to say, I remember they were talking about, like, boarding up yeah. businesses and stuff. I wonder if something has actually just, some small protest thing has been Right. Because, it, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, this doesn't cause, matter. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, like, shit going down in New York. Either that can mean, you know, you, you know, Roxy and Thone or, you know, Mass Riot. I don't know. That's a lot of <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah, we're back, so. Trying not yeah, to do an episode about the election, and, and yeah, I still yeah. keep getting texts about the election. God damn it. As it's happening. <laughs> we got we got a little bit of everything on this episode. We got the economy. We've got the election. We've got the pandemic. We've got a celebrity uh, guest. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like the I think the this is funny that we're doing this on this day. I think the funniest thing we did, and I might cut this out, but we... Uh, our next guest is is uh, guys from the Magnificast, the podcast, and they're like politics journalists. And we did without thinking, we're like, "Hey, do you want to record an episode on the third? <laughs> <laughs> I hear there might be something else going on, but we've got something way more important. <laughs> and explicitly, it, it being an episode about two uh, thousands uh, Christian ska, and then being like, "Hey." Do you- <laughs> Do you want to talk on election day about that? And they, they were like, "No, we do not." Right. <laughs> no, actually, what they're they're focused on today was the MLB creative. <laughs> uh, this is funny. This one will drop on Monday, so it's going to be funny if we do break out into a civil war, and then we drop this episode where <laughs> yeah. we're all like, "Oh yeah, stuff's breaking out in New York." Anyway, Wall yeah. Street. Bats. <laughs> it's, it's like one of those movies, you know? They're like, "Oh, but you know, by the way, on like the TV, it's like." An interesting case of like you know some degrees. It's like oh, when you gotta go. All right, turns it off, and then boom, it's like pandemic five or whatever. You know, it's, it's, it's exactly like that. So let's see. So where where to go from here? We've yeah, got, where do we go uh, from here? You you guys know more about this topic than I do, so I don't. I, I can't really lead us in any direction. Well, the nature of it is, it's, I mean, Wall Street bets. So once you hit, you learn that about it, it's, it's kind of it. I mean. There's yeah. deeper things, right. but, you know, I mean, a lot of it also, like, I mean, because they mentioned that they don't want to talk here about crypto and stuff. And that goes a lot of this stuff, too, is like crypto being a thing that I don't I don't know a thing about. So I'm not going to have to, you know, expound upon the virtues of it or not. But I mean, I, right. I would say I think it's just one of those things. It's like, be careful. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that, but that that might be a, a whole nother topic for a whole episode. Yeah. Because John McAfee is actually pretty closely tied in with the cryptocurrency thing, which is fun. yeah. We've been we were gonna we've been gonna do an episode about John McAfee for like <laughs> with ever, John and McAfee. we just have it with yeah, it. Well, that's, that's that's the end goal of the podcast is to get him. On. Once we get that, we can we can pretty much close the doors on the podcast and call it good. Like we did what we set out to do. We got John McAfee, and frankly, that's all we want. Yeah. Which, which I think inviting you on is a step in that direction. Right, you, have, right. you don't have any connections to it, but just, you know, you have more followers, so yes. it just kind of increases the, like, pool. The, the, the ring, yeah, the grab. Right, this is to increase our internet clout. Right, of course. Yeah. Oh, hey, Jared, Jared, did you know that John uh, McAfee has a, has a cameo? Cameo? In... Do, do you know what ca- Oh, cameo, like, okay, cameo is uh, oh. celebrities... Yeah, like it's it's the website you pay the money and then they'll just read whatever you sent them. Yeah, good, good, just oh. good. So so he could make an appearance on the podcast without us oh, actually shit. bringing him yeah. on. Yeah, is he just in prison right now though? 
Not like American. Like, isn't he in some prison? Yeah. He's, he's like, he's in, he's in an arrest for, like, murder. <laughs> Among yeah. other things. Yeah, Let's see. John McAfee cameo. We should, we I mean, should, uh, we should have him do something and just have him say that he'll be on the show and then he has to be on the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> you buy that. It's like, oh, that's a contractual obligation. I mean, <laughs> it's like, shit, they got me. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he's totally in prison right now. Oh, that does uh, explain why on his, his, his cameo account only is just a button that says, notify me when John is available again. <laughs> Click that button. Click that button. Today is the 30th out. day that John has been sitting in a, in a Spanish prison waiting for Wait, the U.S. to bring do? the case before the court. What, what, what he hasn't do? he done? <laughs> well, I, just I name something. Take your pick. Okay. Uh, I, I'm... What's the the email for the podcast is very legal or is hello at very legal very dot cool right? Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Dude, who runs that? Well, I've oh, it says that's not a legitimate email address, even though it totally I is. I don't. I don't think they're a legitimate email address. Yeah, Sorry, fine. they hate well, our Well, all right. Cool I'm typing in my extension. my pers- my personal email right now oh, to wow, find out you. when John McAfee is not <laughs> in prison anymore. So, 10 to 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Well, that's the thing I just did. <laughs> that would be a hilarious email if it is still going, like, like 10 years now. By the way, Jackie's going, what the fuck? I think, uh... Well, you I wanted this, to tie this back into the economy, so why don't I you tie this say, back yeah. into the economy? Yeah, I think this is the theory section of uh, of our podcast today, where uh, oh yeah, we, we take everything we've learned thus far and we apply it to our real life scenarios. So, <clears throat> what's the so, praxis scenario after that? Ah, uh, good question. Good question. Yeah, well, I guess let's get to the theory first, and then I find out what I do with this information. Right. Probably yeah. nothing. Probably nothing. But, you know, the, the, the important question that we've got here, so the technology like Robinhood and uh, Wall Street Bets on Reddit and these online communities um, has kind of changed how we interface with the, with the stock market. It's opened it up. It's democratized it. Everybody from, you know, people like us to teenagers who should not be on the stock market um, can, uh, can freely trade. With, you know, uh, you know, it's a bad democracy when, when we're not the bottom of the line. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, that's supposed to be like ah, oh, from the really rich billionaires to even us. But it's like no, we're we're the top compared to the yeah. people that could get involved. Right. <laughs> that that says a lot. That says a lot. Even people like us and uh, communities like Wall Street Bets and other online investing communities actually have have some sort of power over the stock market. They, they can, uh, in, in small ways, influence the price of stocks by simply by, you know, naming it on the, re- on the subreddit or having a surge of people go in and buy calls, um, thus bringing up the price of a stock. And then, you know, once that stock goes up, other people pile on, then all of the Reddit people jump off and uh, leave everybody else poor, which mm-hmm. is kind of fun. Uh, I knew a guy actually who I know a guy who who ran a grift like that where him and his buddies they had like a few million dollars and what they would do is they would take this money they would 
it, they would kind of they had an algorithm that would scan for stocks that saw mm. like a small bump in price and they would target those stocks dump a ton of money into it and then other people would start piling in when they saw that uh that bump go up and then they would jump out once the price went up kind of leaving everybody else in the lurch um and he did this up until he got a call from the sec uh the sec uh who told them hey stop it <laughs> and and they did well yeah 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 they're lucky on that <laughs> yeah usually getting a call from the sec that's usually kind of a terrifying idea. yeah yeah <laughs> don't do that anymore um, i do love that i do love the pictures of the guys like hey knock it off that's, it doesn't give any doesn't give any more explanation yeah. yeah, and then immediately they're like pissing their pants, like, yes, sir, yes, sir, do it again. Anything you want, anything you want. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, I was going somewhere with that. No, yeah, no. What do you guys well, think? Theory. Uh, none of this is real, and if you participate in it, you're going to hell. Uh, next person. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, you took the words out of my mouth. Um, no, um, I will say this is that there actually has been some discussion on it because you see it. Some of these guys, they'll be like, well, I'm not going to make any money anyway because of just how things are. And they're like, well, if, you know, life's short, might as well take the shot. And I think that kind of goes to a bit of the uh, despair mm-hmm. actually we're seeing in a lot of uh, people of younger ages and stuff that they just can't get a footing. I think to a degree, uh, Wall Street bets is a symptom of that, um, is that the uh, full reason for Wall Street bets? No, I mean these guys are also allowing their disasters. But, um, but there is nonetheless, I think that some kind of kernel of a uh, actual um, social issue there of uh, people who just don't feel, who don't think there's really any other way to get ahead. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well, that in that sense, thing. yeah, in that sense, I think there's a lot we can take from this in terms of uh, knowledge about you know kind of where we're at in a, as a society and everything. As for technology, mm-hmm. um, I think te- technology, I mean, it's it's one of those things It's like people are like it's good, it's bad. I, I mean, it's really just what you want to do with it. Which, I mean, it's kind of a cop-out answer, but, you know, I I think that, can, you know, Robin Hood, the idea is not bad. I think the idea of, you know, commission-free trading, uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, poor folks can, you know, actually get into stocks and stuff and uh, be able to purchase things and you know, purchase shares and kind of, you know, build themselves a little nest egg or anything or even some savings, that's a good thing. Um, yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. a really good thing. Um, but, of course, the nature of the stock market is it's, it's kind of an animal. And it's, yeah. it's something that, you know, it's not really friendly to the idea of having a society of the common good. I mean, if, if there's aspects of it I like, it's like I think stock ownership is actually – I have a good thing that like you actually own part mm-hmm. of the company, like especially like you know if the company's like, hey, all our employees are going to get stock in the company. I think that's actually a really good idea, because mm-hmm. uh, both both for the company for the company because it gives, makes your employees want you know have the best of reason to have the company do well, um, but also because then that you know that builds wealth for your employees. Um, but um, but of course it's not really a lot of it is a lot. Of it's just uh, accumulation for elite sections of the uh, of our society. Um, so I think in general, Robin Hood's actually going to be a beneficial thing. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of those things that's kind of there's always a catch. And there's always going to be guys who do things like Wall Street bets and 
I, I think in general, because I mean, like I said, other other companies have moved the same direction. Like TD Ameritrade is a, a very reputable broker, um, and they moved to commission free. Um, they just mm-hmm. got acquired actually by Charles Schwab. Um, hmm. So, uh, so I mean, any so there's clearly a move towards it, which you know. Of course, that means there must be some sort of profit. I mean, you know, guys, we're gonna. Right, right. What if we gave up commissions? Oh, and well, for what reason? I don't know. It'd just be pretty nice, wouldn't you think? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. People like, sure I mean, would yeah, appreciate all the bro- that. All the brokers just, yeah. You know what? It's finally time to give back to. You know. <laughs> um, no, there's there's definitely some, you know, and a lot of it's like with listings and stuff and everything like that. But I think you know, there's a lot of good that can come from that. I mean, for someone like me right now, especially who's starting to finally kind of get a little bit of a grasp in life, you know, kind of my future and stuff. Um, I've been able to put in like, you know, a few hundred dollars every couple months or something. And that feels, it gives me some more confidence in life. And it's a nice feeling. Hmm. Absolutely. And I, I, I agree. I think that there, there is a lot of positive um, mm-hmm. associated with this. You know, it's because there, there's a lot of financial literacy that, that this opens up to people that is mm-hmm. not, that was not previously available and like we were saying earlier, like if you're putting your money in a savings account, you are losing money due to inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So if, if your savings are in a savings account, you are not really saving so mm-hmm. much as you've got it under a mattress and it's just kind of hanging out unless you've got, you know, near like a 1% um, return on it, which savings accounts, unless you're in like a CD or uh, mm-hmm. a money market account, you're not really going to get that. Um, but you know, stuff like not, not Robin hood specifically, Robin hood mm. is not, it's too open, right? It gives you too much mm. choice. Um, and in, in general, you know, investing in individual stocks is not a, it's, it's inherently risky. Um, mm-hmm. Robin hood does allow you to, to invest in like ETFs and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can just throw your money in spy or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the S and P 500 and that's, going to be safer than, you know, throwing it all in, you know, whatever individual stock. Mm-hmm. But it gives you it gives everyone the ability to do that, which is kind of, which is a good thing, I think. But if you aren't educated, if you don't educate yourself before you do it, you're you're going to be in for a world of trouble. Mm-hmm. That said, yeah. I think there are a lot of other good apps out there that are really good for this stuff like um, Acorns and Stash, mm-hmm. um, or even mm-hmm. like um, the online, like the robo brokers accounts like Betterment and Wealthfront. Mm-hmm. Um, those that actually, you know, help you with long term investing mm-hmm. and not one off stuff are very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but Robinhood is. Robinhood is, I think, good, but dangerous if you're, you know, it's kind of your fault, I think, if you're throwing all of your money in something that you don't understand. Right. Yeah. Right. Sure. Uh, but it does make doing that very easy and also fun. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it really, and that's kind of the hard thing is to deny is there's a reason people do it. It's, there's a thrill to it. Um, yeah. There's another good, another good resource that's actually through TD Ameritrade and it, it's, it's, it's um it's basically a paper money a paper trading thing so it's not real money it's hmm. just they, they give you like a you know like a, a fake hundred thousand dollars to work with and you can yeah. you know, move that around as you want I think that's a good way for people to actually like kind of experiment with things and see like oh okay, absolutely I, I, hmm. and I, I like things like that um because I've I've used that a bit to kind of get ideas of like how I want to diversify things and things like that um hmm. 
so 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 yeah there's a lot of it's, again it's 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 the curse you know there's a lot of good information out there there's a lot of really good information out there there's just a lot of crap too you gotta sort through and, yes. <laughs> and, and, and you know yes. so it, it's just mm-hmm. it's the inherent it's the inherent nature of the internet being a very open place um you get both the good and the bad and yeah. on to our next segment uh financial advice from very legal very cool <laughs> very legal Josiah, very cool would you like to start <laughs> Uh, me? <laughs> how should um, our listeners how should our listeners save for their future? Well, you know, money inflates. Um but but Jameson doesn't. And so <laughs> I, <laughs> kind of like people say, you know, buy gold. Well, you know, gold can change in price, but but Jameson, now that's the move. <laughs> Smart. So I say invest in Jameson. Buy like buy like yeah, have your, your doomsday prep like Glenbeck style <laughs> buying a shit ton of gold, but instead of that it's just a fucking <laughs> Jameson liquid gold seller. Yeah, it's literally that's the color. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you heard it here. Uh, we 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 said, s- oh also also invest in the Yo app. <laughs> oh, what was that? It's like they just like you literally just like say yo to people. I don't. What was that? Uh, one second. Uh, let me let me shoot it. Was. I remember that was really weird. Thing. That's uh, that is as of last episode a bit on this show that oh, we're bringing right. that app back. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta bring it back. Yeah. You remember? It's, it was, oh yeah. Yeah. So add I, us I, I always advise. I always advise uh, people. Josiah just yoed me. <laughs> just yoed you. <laughs> And I just yoed back. There you go. <laughs> I love it because it, my phone just says "Yo" from Jared. <laughs> that's that's all the app does. <laughs> that's right. That's what it was. I thought I thought it was that. <laughs> wait, wait. I think you could send pictures too. I'll give this. Okay. Okay. That's that's about it though. It's like bad Snapchat. You can send <laughs> yos like... and dick pics, and that's it. I, it'd be great. No, an app is called K. You just send out every time someone. <laughs> hey, are you gonna be? It's, I'll see you at this. It's... It's it's passive aggressive yell. That'd be gold. (laughs) Oh man. Oh boy. But but, uh, yeah, but didn't they actually? Didn't there was a there was a bunch of investors in yell. Oh yeah, of course there is. That's so fucked up. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's yeah. Things like that are like why I'm like oh yeah the the people who are rich there's no such thing as a (laughs) meritocracy. They aren't there by their own ability. Oh yeah, no, the, oh my God. the the startup world would actually be another fun episode to do because it's insane. Like, yeah, some of the stuff yeah. people put okay. together and then just make obscene amounts of money on. And as somebody mm-hmm. that works in a startup, sure. it's dumb and insane. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's what I'll say. I I am only willing to do a, an episode on startups if we can get somebody from the podcast Trash Future. Perfect. If we can, if we could get like Hussein Kazvani on here, I I would I would that would be worth it. I'm down. Anything anything where I can rant about VC funding, I'm you, in. You can oh, rant about yeah. that, and they they can tell tell you they don't believe in your job. <laughs> so and that I will can be tell them I don't believe in my job. <laughs> I'm here to bring the future of robot doctors, and oh, that's, that's all cool. I'm bringing to society. Technocracy, man. All right. Uh, well, so 
We've got our financial advice. We've got our little bit of uh, existential technology is ruining the world, but hey, maybe not really. Um, we've talked about Wall Street bets and gambling on the internet, which is always fun. Uh, so yeah, you're very legal, very cool. Pay off your high interest loans and buy, buy Jameson. Yep, that's officially the position. That's that <laughs> position. It literally can't go tits up. It cannot go tits up. Stocks only go up. The economy only goes up. Stocks go burr. That's right. Printing money is fucking whatever you got saved. It's better off in the market. And so just just eat that shit out there. Yeah, just throw it in there. Yeah, stonks. Uh. I do think yeah. it's fucked up that like bits, like jokes, are able to have like genuine real effects on the real world. That, yeah. Like that—that that is what <laughs> fucks with me about it. Like, I understand that's the thing. I feel like we've all been dealing with since like the beginning of the Trump admin because like, mm-hmm. you know, you basically 4chan made a president. But like since then, it just it blows my mind consistently. I keep relearning this lesson where it's like, oh, a joke can become real. Someone yeah. can get stabbed because of a Rick and Morty episode or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so um, fucked like, up, man. You know, the, the term irony poisoned, I think, is mm-hmm. a little too real. Mm-hmm. There's varying degrees of it because there's just like, like I guess, all of our senses of humor has been ruined by Twitter. But then right. there's also like, I'm going to kill somebody and post it on 4chan. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to bet my entire life savings just to show off to some other yeah. you know, degenerates yeah. on Wall Street bets. Right. I, I'm going to convert to Catholicism, uh, you know, just to impress the Twitter friends I have. You yeah, know? We count that. <laughs> that that one's too real. <laughs> that one's coming, man. You don't know. You, you've been flirting with Catholicism for months now. I, I would say actually probably years that's not uncommon (laughs) and that's the real reason we brought you on today john we need you to fully convert josiah (laughs) josiah has been been beating around the bush hey that has an ass on twitter yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly that's that's how we do it here at very legal very cool we bring in we bring in the authentic everyman I am the yes. There's you no, are. there's no more better representative of the everyman than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the good tweet man. After the all. good tweet man. Yeah. <laughs> to my name. The good tweet man. I will say, how how does it feel being on a podcast with two guys you've never met who only know you from your per- Twitter persona, who did not know your name prior to starting the episode, and I've everything that we know. <laughs> it's just from Twitter. I, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Uh, you know, I get a little something grim to it. I'm pretty amiable, and I enjoy these sorts of things. They're really fun. So. This episode of Very Legal, Very Cool is brought to you in part by Robinhood. Robinhood is a trading app that allows you to open yourself up to all kinds of risk that you never knew was possible, and still won't up until the moment you lose it all. Very Legal, Very Cool is proud to be a sponsor. Largely because for each dollar that you lose on Robinhood, we make one cent. Take your happy ass over to Wall Street Bets, sit down, and gamble it all away. Because you could win it all big on Wall Street Bets through Robinhood. Robinhood, your life savings in a flash.
to Patreon here. Uh, John, uh, here's here's a link to our Patreon. You get to give us an ad for our Patreon. All right, all right. Well, I'm not going to mess this up. All right. Hi, I'm, I'm Good Tweet. Would you like to give money to a really cool podcast? Well, please, give to Very Legal, Very Cool. They are creating product here podcasts thank you <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> i know <true. laughs> hell yeah nice <laughs> straight point i like it i like it i like it yeah oh man <laughs> there, there you go Folks, yeah, there we go it's beautiful give the people what they want I like that. I'm, I'm glad, yeah, I mean, I'm glad you, most people try to go through all the different tiers. I'm glad you didn't do that, though. Honestly, no. it takes a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that would require reading oh, the tiers. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that. Oh, man. Are we, we're still losing money on Patreon, aren't we? Oh, we are losing so much money. <laughs> so, uh, Wall Street Bets. get any new <laughs> patrons? I've I've been investing yeah, everything we've event. made there in the stock go. market and it has not been going well. Let me tell you, <laughs> we are we are uh, about seven hundred grand in debt for the podcast. By the way, just a heads up, Josiah. This is all under your name. What? Fuck you! No. <laughs> Look, I don't make the rules. I don't think we have any new subscribers or anything, do we? So we don't have to do anything. Uh, no, no new subscribers, no new um, ratings on iTunes. So, people, come on. Come on. So we come have something to do iTunes. in this segment. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Uh, I have an idea. What's the mm-hmm. What's the email account that's linked to this? We could make that a, a thing that people could send messages to, and we have oh, to read true. them on the show. Uh, let's see. Just to keep this tiny podcast going, because I'm getting right. bored on the ad segments. Yeah, that's true. It's uh, it's hello at verylegalvery.cool. Yeah, so yeah, email that and, and we'll have to read whatever you send uh, as long as it's not like slur ridden or anything. <laughs> the end. Uh, <laughs> good. Very good. Just... <laughs> Great. Thank you, thank you for the email. I, I, I've learned some slurs from this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't even know, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Educational oh, oh, content. Sorry, completely just random thing. I, I, I had a connection today I never thought of. I You know the phrase, like, somebody gypped me? Oh, yeah. I never made the connection that that was a slur. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, Jim, I yeah, I know. <laughs> Until I was Googling it because I was going to use it. I was like, it, it, you know, red underlined it. So I was like, oh, I'm misspelling this. So I was like, how is it actually spelled? And the instant I saw it was G-Y-P. You're like, oh. E-D, I was like, oh, no. no. I've been using a slur. Right. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah no, that's one too. Yeah. <laughs> I always would use. <laughs> I, I just never thought of it that way. Yeah. Uh, so if you have any new and exciting slurs that you'd like us to learn, you can send those to hello <laughs> at verylegalvery.cool, and Josiah will read them aloud on the pod. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, only if you subscribe to the $10 tier. Uh, <laughs> then Josiah will say whatever you want. That's, that's the tier award. You can send us a slur. <laughs> We're principled until oh money's God. involved, is what Josiah is saying. <laughs> Well, that that brings us to my uh, my favorite segment of the podcast, Twitter news.
that's good. Uh, I have a lot of, of, I actually have a couple Twitter news this time, so that's exciting. Yeah, I usually, usually only have a couple, but, you know, since we got the, the good tweet man on himself, I, I thought that would be good. Fantastic. Why is this not copying? Why is this not copying? One second. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm having to juggle it with my Josiah, phone. Josiah, hurry I'm up. Like, You're embarrassing me I'm in front of our new friend. Come on. What's he okay. going to think? Here's our first tweet today. This comes from... God oh, damn yes. it. <laughs> it's just it. <laughs> I I thought thought this would be a good one, especially because I think both uh, both me and uh, and John picked on this on Twitter. So it's perfect Uh, at economics or Bloomberg economics tweeted. uh, I didn't read the article. I don't care. Uh, Don't bail your parents out if it would hurt you financially. Beautiful. This is, this is good. This is so good. <laughs> this is the good. Terrible society we've created. It's so good, man. What are you talking about? I don't understand the issue. <laughs> What's the problem here? Uh, Eat shit, mom and dad. <laughs> fuck you, mom and dad. <laughs> All right. Next up, mm, we've got getting uh, money got to your here. parents only makes sense if it affects your current lifestyle. It's not a good idea if it would reduce your future lifestyle. So as long as it only hurts you now, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going through quickly tweets that have pissed me off over the last week. So we got uh, at uh, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> just go with it. <laughs> Gosh, this is this is actually what it's like when like Fox News and across like, every day it's breaking news. Oh God. <laughs> subsequently gotten more annoying about interrupting me with music and stuff like every episode it's gotten worse (laughs) i'm actually starting to get i have to start getting creative because i've you know you do because i think you've overdone it at this point it i disagree you you interrupted the end the end music last time with it that was pretty bad Uh Uh okay at eco to great uh tweeted uh i don't want to hear y'all asking for clean water either and it's a picture of Flint going red during the election. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm. yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Mm. They voted for Trump, so they should they should die. I they guess. should just they should yeah. get lead poisoning. That because that you know that makes things better. It's when people get lead right. poisoning. That's the important thing to to remember is you know all human beings have inherent worth and value unless they voted for Trump. Unless That's they right. voted for Trump. That's right. And, and right. <laughs> then they're inhuman and, you know, we can just like, you they're know, just abomination. kill them in the streets. I, I think what's funny about these kind of tweets is they're always followed up with, uh, oh my God, why does the Democrats always lose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like, you know, you took a whole class of people, told them, hey, you're absolute garbage and subhuman. Why don't you vote for us? And in theory, the people that they're that are on their side, it's like Flint is like poor and generally black. Right. Right. <laughs> like these yeah. are supposedly the people you're here for. Right. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. I know. It's uh, just. Yeah. All right. La- last one is actually two tweets. It's it's shot chaser. Uh, we got we got Keemstar here. Gotcha. God damn it, dude. <laughs> 
gotta let it ruminate. Right. It, gets, it, gets, it, gets, it gets better. It gets better with every listen. All right, shot chaser. We got uh, at Keemstar says tomorrow, and it's the picture of the the person loudly screaming no from 2016. And then we got tweet an hour, like a couple hours later. That's him saying, oh, they're cheating. <laughs> the discourse, That's... ladies and gentlemen, is beautiful. <laughs> That's what I can't wait for uh, with this election. Uh, once, once it's decided either way, just the absolute shit show of they cheat, like the creative oh, yeah. excuses for cheating that come up. It's gonna oh, be it's great. gonna be well, especially coming from like a lot of the Trump people just always being like, you know, oh fuck you, right? Uh, like, like oh, mm-hmm. it's it, you know, oh, you're not your president, fuck you, it is your president, and then now they're they're about to go not your president, right? I know, it's no, Biden no. or something. No. It's, I'm, I wouldn't. I'm waiting for like the the Trump wins the popular vote, Biden wins the election. There, there was a point last night that that's what was happening, and I was yeah. like, "That is the funniest that possible outcome." Hilarious. I think that'd be incredible because just both sides would just be like completely fuck. switch their sides. <laughs> they both like ah fuck. <laughs> Man, well, suddenly the, the DNC is going to be really into the electoral college. Look, it's, <laughs> a, it's the Constitution, and, the, and our founders yeah, well, had a great reason for it. Right, right. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's all I got for Twitter news, Jared. Before you press the button, do you have anything? Twitter news? No, yeah, I've been. No? Uh, okay. I had that other one that was similar to the Flint, Michigan, except it was somebody wishing hurricanes on or oh, those yeah. saying that they weren't going to provide hurricane support. For Texas and Florida, since mm. they voted red. It's oh, like, good. Okay. Glad. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's just. Uh, I love being on states. the left. It's it's a, it's, it's, it's so just a, fun. Politics is uh, great these days. It's, it's so, so good. Hear me out. It's so good. Libertarian. No one gets support. No one gets support. Oh, it's consistent, I, just <laughs> I I found I found an old one that I was gonna do that I forgot to do. That's pretty good. Uh. Darren G. Beattie says, please support Raytheon and Lockheed Martin. No, this is not a shit post. This is real. Uh, I might seem, it might seem like they're getting rich off of pointless wars and military engagements, but a time might come when we need to go to war for trans rights. And it is then that you will thank them. And that's been Twitter news. <laughs> that can't be real. That was such a perfect thing. That's ironic, right? <laughs> Thank you, Raytheon and Lockheed Martin. Love you. This episode is sponsored by Raytheon. Lockheed Martin. Oh, man. At some point, I'm going to fill the soundboard with clips from previous episodes. And I remember I want Ross from that episode, Mm -hmm. wait, from the Mr. Hands episode, uh, plucking Raytheon as his plug at the end. I want that <laughs> clip on the soundboard. That was, you know my brother almost worked for Raytheon. Oh, I'm back. so glad he didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. He worked for a different defense contractor. Oh, oh good. Okay. All right, good. It's good now. <laughs> All good things. All good things. Uh, well, we uh, we just yeah. have plugs and then we're done. Wow. Uh, just... All right. 
Yeah. Well, this is a, this is a good time. We've I don't think we've had an episode that ends at a reasonable hour in a while. Yeah, I know, so right? That's kind of nice. Usually we go to like three good. hours. It's absurd. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's uh, let's oh. do plugs. Yeah, Jared, do you have a plug? Because oh, good. Yeah, because I'm scrambling right now because I didn't prepare. Uh, I would like to plug the coronavirus for getting me an <laughs> afternoon off work today. Hey. Um, I think that's good. I'm working remotely again. Fun fact. Uh, again, would like to plug the coronavirus for that. So mm. it's uh, it's all coming up, Jared. Also, I uh, probably have COVID. Oh, Unrelated. Sorry. Unrelated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to plug uh, Nick Lutzko again, just because I've been listening to a lot of Nick Lutzko, and I think he's good. And also uh, Leonard Cohen. I, I don't know if you guys have heard of this guy, Le- Leonard Ooh. Cohen. No, yeah. tell me more. Um, no, yeah, I Hallelujah. I don't know if doesn't you, ring any, a bell. No, anyway, I've been on a Leonard Cohen kick. I think uh, the last episode, I think I put a Leonard Cohen song in it because I've just been listening to too much Leonard Cohen. Uh, yeah, on to you, John. Yeah, I've got, I'm, speaking of a little known guy, uh, there's this great comedian out there. He's really uprising. His name's Nick Mullen. Uh, if you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm plugging Come Town. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, on a serious note, um, just any any people who are religious and you see my tweets and with the prayer request, that's all I ask is pray for those people. That's all. Oh, that's that's a that's probably the most wholesome plug. Uh, I think I've ever <laughs> it had. certainly uh, is. <laughs> right after my right after my joke one for Come Town. <laughs> Yeah, those a, two I, I think if you if you want the dialectic of good tweet man it's it's plugging come come town and then telling people to pray for someone yeah that really is i yeah. think that's the dialectic yeah. <laughs> all right well uh i think i think we'll wrap it up here thank you so much for listening to uh, very legal very cool uh an episode about wasting your life savings on the internet the music is a garage band loop that i stuck a drum beat behind uh, and you can post. find us at the legal be cool pod on Twitter or at verylegalvery.cool. Thank you and so much for listening. You, you can email us. You can email us now at hello at verylegalvery.cool. Yeah. We did it. We did it, folks. We did it. Nice. That's yeah. a wrap. This episode of Very Legal, Very Cool is brought to you by the subreddit Wall Street Bets. Wall Street Bets is a loving community of friends that get together to discuss our nation's finances with each other. And we think that Wall Street Bets is a very wholesome community that supports the values and direction of this show, which is why we have them on as a sponsor. And so we encourage you to go to Wall Street Bets, read through some of the posts, leave a couple comments, and follow their advice. Because frankly, it's a lot of smart people dealing with a lot of money. And if, you know, if... If they weren't smart, they wouldn't be putting the money out where they do, right? That's what we think. Very legal, very cool. Full support, Wall Street Bets. This episode of Very Legal, Very Cool is brought to you in part by The Economy. The Economy is in full support of what we're doing, and we're in full support of them. So if you ever feel the need to support this show, you can just take your money, put it in The Economy, and maybe put a small portion of that in our Patreon to show the support that you have for both the economy, Robinhood, Wall Street Bets, and Very Legal, Very Cool, all of which are very closely affiliated. Thanks for tuning in.